The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalande. Excellent. Welcome to another edition of the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, brought to you by Evergy, and uh, the only place where small business get to tell their story. Yes, the place where small business gets to tell their story. We have an exciting segment today. We have my good friend, J.C. Barfield. He's here with Squeegee Squad and uh, B&W Building Maintenance. So tell us a little bit about who you are, James, and a little bit about your business. Uh, yeah, I'm James Barfield with Squeegee Squad of Wichita. Um uh, Squeegee Squad is a, a franchise that started in 1999. Um, my two brothers in Minnesota in May of 2019 brought the franchise to uh, Wichita, Kansas. Um, BNW Building Maintenance is 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 the firm that owns Squeegee Squad. Um, BNW Building Maintenance we primarily do facility support services uh, for government agencies such as janitorial or landscaping, window cleaning and services of such. Very nice. So you brought the franchise here two years ago. Correct. And how many employees do you have? Uh, three. I've seen and I've heard a lot of uh, commercials. As a matter of fact, when I was driving this morning on NPR, I heard a commercial. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very yeah. nice. So talk yeah. to us a little bit about your marketing. Um, well, we do a series of marketing where there's like digital marketing. I mean, evidently, that's kind of where things are going now. Um, we're going to start doing some print. Um, that uh, particular uh, advertisement you heard that they did for NPR, for KMUWs for Black History Month. Mm -hmm. So that was a really great opportunity. They reached out to us, and we've had some calls from it. So I think we, we may actually continue doing work with KMUW with those listeners. And I'm an avid fan as well. Well, that's wonderful because it's no longer Black History Month, and they're still promoting it. So that that's amazing. I that's love a win. It. That is a win. <laughs> yeah. uh, There's my... Come off as a crazy question, but I need you to help us understand what does Squeegee Squad do? What business, what problems does it solve for a business besides washing windows? I'm sure you got more applications than mm -hmm. that. Help us understand that. So one thing before I even decided to buy the franchise, you know, I wanted to have something that we can offer multiple services. And then for the building owner or the property manager, you know, they don't want to deal with multiple vendors, right? That's just more SKUs, more more invoices. So if I can come in and be a resource partner, more than a service, anybody can buy a service, right? Mm -hmm. But what I want to do, what we want to do is be a resource partner. So we can come in, we can take care of your window cleaning, 
we can take care of, like if you have waterproofing issues on your glass, um, such as removing gaskets or seals, that's on there. So we can do that. Uh, we can do your soft washing or your pressure washing. Um, we can take care of that. We can take care of your concrete cleaning as well. Um, that's on the surfaces. Um, so once again, you know, my main thing is coming is to be a resource partner, not just cleaning glass, but also we can be a resource. And we have partners such as that can replace glass too, and um, that we don't do. Um, so even if it's not a service we provide, then, you know, I'm just using my resources to tap into that way I can be, you know, um, more viable to the client. Excellent. Excellent. So um, back in the day, we used to, I think we used to call it being a sole service provider. Do they, uh, is that what it's referred to as now? Or what do you call what you just uh, described? Um, I think, I think that's fair to say a sole service provider as far as within the niche of services that we provide. Mm -hmm. um, you know, oftentimes people still take it as since we just promote uh, the window cleaning, mm -hmm. you know, um, that's when we kind of get into build that relationship with the client so they know exactly what all we provide. And then, you know, usually it takes a little bit of time, but once they kind of know what you do and you prove yourself, then we've seen that to, to move full force. E hit on it earlier on social media and things, but how do you get your word out besides Squeezy Squad and you're thinking, okay, that's Windows. Mm -hmm. How do you get that message out about everything else you provide um, when you're not the customer? So uh, I'm a part of a lot of different groups, right, um, over the years that uh, even my previous business I was in, uh, I gained a lot of contacts. And honestly, I've just been beating the streets for a long time, mm -hmm. uh, been involved in, um, you know, BNI groups, being involved in BOMA, being involved in Chambers, uh, being, being involved in WEBA. Um, I mean, any group that you can think of, I've had, I've been involved with in some fashion. And over time, just planting those seeds, to be honest, we've had a lot of organic growth uh, from that and referrals. Um, then, of course, we do the traditional, like, you know, postcard marketing that we'll do and some social media and things we need to pick up on. But I have to admit that a lot of it's just come from word of mouth and the relationships that's developed over time. So besides uh, trying to be a multi-service provider for your customer, what else differentiates your company from anybody else that's trying to get in that space? I would say we have a backing of, of our corporate team as well. Um, you know, uh, that was one of the reasons why I picked the franchise as well. And this particular franchise, this is the only franchise that offers high rise window cleaning as an actual niche. Um, and then, you know, if it ever is a job we can't handle, uh, we have a corporate team, we have other local franchise owners that, for instance, like uh, of Dallas, uh, Kansas City, they've came into Wichita and has helped us partner on projects. So I'm not just out there swimming by myself. Um, so knowing that if I need to pull them in on a large project, then I can do that in comparison to someone else that they may not have the capacity or the know-how to do, then I can always tap into another resource. And I have to ask you this about high-rise because I deal with radio stations when I have time and towers. I'm not climbing nobody's tower, even my own. Yeah. So oh, yeah. are you telling me, James <clears throat> Barfield, that you do high rise yourself or you just make sure it's done? Now, I've been up there as oh. well. <laughs> I've been up, I have videos as well. I have videos as well. I've seen a video um, of him up there. So I it's true. Yeah. Um, you know, I would say the people that we really deal with, they've 
it's a lot of training that goes into it. I um, a lot of safety. Uh, one thing we've done recently uh, down the street here at um, Murphy Plaza, we actually we do a lot of certifications that we have an inspector come in from Illinois. Okay. And he certified the anchors on the building, which they have to be certified every 10 years legally. Um, and then we do our recertifications. And at that time is when my staff, my local staff, actually got retrained on anchor points and, and, and when. There's so many factors when it comes to high-rise um, that's, you know, if you follow the rules, can be just safe. And you know, if you don't, then... That's interesting. <laughs> Yeah, interesting trade. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, um, what's the myth about your industry? I mean, is there anything out there that's is not the correct story about what you do? Um, you know, people say that it's dangerous, right? Um, and there is, you know, we're big on safety. Um, I think if people don't follow the rules, all of my team, including myself, we go through training every year, whether it's a, OSHA, the OSHA regulations that they and they keep changing the OSHA rules. So all the certifications that we need to have, we do that every year. Um, also, um, we have uh, mobile apps that we use that are pre-safety inspections and post-safety inspections. You know, whether we're using a, a boom lift of some sort, which that's even more. You know, you have to watch for that. Or if we're doing rope work, we have to watch for wind. Um, and we don't cut any corners when it comes to safety. Mm -hmm. um, if the wind is too high, I'll pull off a job. Gotcha. Um, my clients know that. I communicate with my clients about that. My team know that as well. Um, I would say those are myths because, I mean, last year there was an issue in Oklahoma City, not with Squeegee Squad. On the record, that was another company that had a swing stage that slammed into the building. Mm. And that was because of the wind. Um, and they probably shouldn't have been up there. So, I mean, I think, you know, uh, we've seen people get often want to rush to a job or want to get it finished. And you know, when you go against the safety rules, and, and I think that's where that myth comes from. Real quick question. I, I forgot to ask you is your uh, customer base. Is it Wichita, Kansas, hmm. Midwest? Yeah. So I only have the Cedric and Reno County area that's in my territory. Okay. So your, your franchise is a... Is based on territory. Correct. Okay. Not to get ahead of your skis, but you've ever thought about doing more franchises or um, other locations? Yeah, I have. Um, I think it's a scalable model, which okay. evidently, you know, that's that's my goal is, is, is to scale the model. Um, and there are some, you know, it's still a young franchise, and we're only about 34 states right now. Okay. And there are some areas that are close to me that are open. But as we all know, I mean, that takes uh, a time and it takes money. Correct. And uh, you got to have both. Right? Yeah. So. As you're, you know, figuring out next steps and what, what you're doing with your business, how do you set your goals? Are they annually? Or are they quarterly? And how do you share that with your, your team? That's a good question. So uh, I've always been big on setting goals, you know, the first part of the year and then quarterly you kind of look over them. Um, 2020 was such a different year for everybody. Mm -hmm. right? um, so everything I had set for 2020 was just the reverse opposite, right? Um, I think every business owner, including and more especially small business owners, had to go back to the drawing board yeah. um, multiple times. Mm -hmm. And it was a tough, very, very tough year for us. Um 
So I still did that this year um, and set some achievable goals because you have to have something to reach for. Um, and it's still, you know, undetermined, um, mm. honestly. Um, those goals, uh, I still meet with my team, you know, monthly when we go over different goals, whether it's our sales goals that we have, um, our uh, productivity. Um, and then I share the goals of what, what we're trying to do as well. Mm. Um, you know, there's no, only one squeegee squad, I say, in the nation in Minnesota has a really large staff. The business model is not to have a large staff because um, it doesn't really need that to right. be efficient. Um, and so, you know, I share those goals. And then I get feedback as well. Um, I want them to be a part of the team. We try to do things a little different. We still give them uh, some form of insurance. Um, we uh, also are going to be releasing a 401k program. Nice. Uh, being a small company, um, PTO, and those things that we're, that we're implementing. Because, <clears throat> you know, I really want to create environment where people want to come mm -hmm. to work and be happy and stay. That is, that's really impressive, actually. You know, when you, when you think of um, smaller businesses, sometimes you don't have the opportunity to have that, the 401k option mm -hmm. um, and the, the PTO options mm -hmm. um, when you first start. So that's really awesome. I, I appreciate that. And I know it sounds like your employees do too, right? So the business model is to stay small have uh, just a few employees that you manage and that you uh, keep in your area. How, how do you, so you, you started off by saying 2020 was a uh, tough year. In 2021, you've had to readjust and set some goals that way. Um, was a lot of 2020 the challenge that a lot of people moved away from being in the office or they, the offices um, so they didn't have to clean the windows or mm. is it that, they, uh, you know, no longer had the expendable budgets, you know, kind of talk to us through what those challenges look like. Yeah, most of us are just budget cuts, right? I mean, we do a lot of work for uh, government entities locally, right? City and county and, and other municipalities. And yes, they had, they had extreme budget cuts or plans to, to do some things and some major projects that they just had to put on hold. Um, and, uh, you know, that just, you know, or hotels or there's other, you know, uh, companies here that just, they just did not have the capacity, you know, so all of us been by budget. And um, that's what, you know, unfortunately, which I understand, hopefully they do come back on, um, you know, but right now it's still, people are still starting or trying to recover. Right? Uh -huh. It's, it's, it's going to take a while um, for that to, to go. So we just want to make sure that we're here to assist when that comes back. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with James Barfield of Squeegee Squad and B&W Building Maintenance. We're going to take a short break and hear a word from our sponsors. Severe weather. Whether it's hail, wind, rain, or snow, storms can cause damages, inconveniences, and sometimes even power outages. At Evergy, we're committed to providing safe, reliable energy. And in the event of an outage, our linemen work tirelessly to restore your power as quickly and as safely as possible. And with tools like our outage map and real-time updates, we're with you every step of the way. Visit Evergy.com slash stay safe to learn more. As a convener of people and ideas, the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce continues to extend our reach and maximize our efforts to provide the best possible business environment in our region. Your partnership is imperative for accelerating business success 
We invite you to visit wichitachamber.org to learn more about the benefits of membership and become involved with our efforts to provide success for our members, leadership for our community, and prosperity for our region. Visit wichitachamber.org and follow us on your favorite social media platform. Welcome back, friends. We're here today with James Barfield of Squeegee Squad and B&W Building Maintenance, having a really exciting conversation about his business. We've been talking a little bit about uh, the things that he's doing in our region with his business, but I'd like for us to take a deeper dive and talk about um, some of the things that keep you up at night as a business owner. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? <laughs> the things that keep me up at night. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, besides just besides the pressure of running a small business, uh, well, that keeps me up at night mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and knowing that I'm very goal oriented, and um, that, uh, and I was in the car business so long, my 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 mentality is still the same. Of mm-hmm. you know, I'm just not I'm not satisfied. Right, I have to keep pushing to reach this goal. Um, right. I, that does keep me up at night. Um, and you're reminding myself that um, you know, I'm five years from 40 now. So, right, I, there's things that I need to have done and I want to do. And so I set the bar high. Um, and I think about those things all the time. Um, and that Actually, there's a lot of things that keep me up at night. You know, I can go on and on and on. But I think just any, just the, just the ways and pressure of owning a small business in the middle of a pandemic, right? I mean, it's kind of a, you want to grow, but you're in a situation where gotcha. you, right now you're trying to maintain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not just, you know, right. growing is a whole different conversation now. You're just trying to survive. Survival, yeah. So it's a balance. So what are some of the resources and tools that you've used to, to maintain and to stay alive? Um, you know, whether it be some of the organizations that you mentioned in our previous response or the chamber or this podcast, uh, what are some of those tools that that have helped? Well, a a lot of various things. I think definitely, you know, I'm a big avid listener podcast. Um, You know, I read a lot. Um, You know, I think, you know, I'm rereading a lot of books that has helped me a lot um, that uh, individuals before me who have went through, you know, way more challenging things than, than I'm going through right now. Um, yeah, my parents uh, encourage me, uh, my peers, uh, my mentors. Um, that just keeps me, that just keeps me going. Then my own will, right, not to fail. Uh, or those who I feel like in my past wanted me to fail, right? So it's just, it's another driving force to just push me through the, the pain points. And you are a, uh, you know, you, you've had some background in sales and automotive, but you're really a serial entrepreneur, right? Mm. Would you call yourself that? Sure. Yeah. So um, what, what the B&W building maintenance, we've talked a lot about about Squeegee Squad. Mm-hmm. Talk to us a little bit about the building maintenance. Good question. Yeah. So, so prior to this, uh, uh, I was in a franchise called Stratus Building Solutions, mm-hmm. and, um, which is a, a commercial cleaning franchise. And their business model was uh, we had a master licensee, uh, which uh, that's I was a partner in that operation. Um, and then we had we sold individual franchises. Um, so a lot of my background was in that. Um, I don't do janitorial anymore solely as far as go out and, and clean buildings or have a team to do that. 
Um, for obvious reasons, I, I don't do that anymore. Um, so uh, established BNW building and maintenance to uh, do more government work. Um, so with that being said, we do facility support services. I've always wanted to get involved in that. So a lot of government entities um, look for contractors that can provide. And since I have the background in logistics and, and project management, um, and I know people all across the nation, whether it's past owners I know in the previous business or just networking over time, mm -hmm. then you know I can provide a wide array of services under one umbrella, such as the janitorial, the landscaping, um, the window cleaning, um, those kind of things. So that's that's the whole premise behind BNW is to provide facility support services. Wichita, you're born and raised, right? Correct. Haven't left yet. <laughs> Don't say no. yet. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Nope. We're not letting it happen. <laughs> yeah. What's the best thing about operating a company based out of Wichita? I think I, I think Wichita has a lot of opportunity. You know, Wichita, um, it's 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 small enough, but it's growing. Um, it's not as much competition as I see in larger cities. Um, that you know, there are people already established. Um, I think you know, Wichita is a close knit community that you can really, you still have to put the work in, but you can really grow. And if you can test the market here and you can make make it successful, then it's proven from other businesses, mostly restaurants and other things. But you still can take that. And you can expand and go elsewhere. Um, so, you know, I think Wichita is a, a great place, and it's shown me a lot of support. And I have no complaints. Excellent, and I would definitely agree. As you young folks would say, let's flip the script. Challenges of doing business in Wichita. Um, so, I mean, there are challenges. I mean, I think that uh, I would say actually it's improving as far as at least having the. <clears throat> financial resources to help small businesses, right? I would say it's definitely improving, especially with support like, you know, like the Craig Campaign and Christina Long mm -hmm. has really been uh, excellent pushing and, and creating that inclusion and diversity that we need to help small business owners to tap into those resources. Um, it's, it's challenging too as a, as a minority um, that there are still some barriers that we still have to go through. Um, by no means am I making that excuse. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that <clears throat> there are some challenges that we still uh, face. Uh, but that, I think, you know, honestly, I'm immune to it because I feel like we're always going to have to face that. So I just mm -hmm. accept it. I'm just saying that it is a challenge uh, being here. And then just small business in general. I think it's just a challenge. It's, it's more intimate setting when a small business than a large business, um, you know, especially with even with your staff and some of those things or your clients. It's a little more intimate than a big business. So you're definitely more engaged. Um, and uh, I think that's a struggle all small businesses have. I don't think it's just being here in Wichita. Mm -hmm. so. Understood. And we truly appreciate you being candid. I mean, this this is your story. It's not ours. Mm -hmm. So we, we appreciate you bringing that up. I, I am curious, and I don't mean to interrupt you, Don, but, but you know, you, you, <laughs> talking about that, uh, you know, those challenges, what would you say is missing from the ecosystem and uh, that we, you know, in, in our region? What's missing from our tool bag that would help small businesses and in particular minority business owners um, thrive? 
I think what's missing from the ecosystem is being implemented and fixed now through what Christina's doing, right? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Because there's a there's a gap, whether some of us that do know some of the resources or, uh, or some that don't know, right? But still just that gap. And someone has to be pushing that throttle to, hey, we need this support mm-hmm. here and we're going to hold you to it. You know, whether it's people that are, you know, construction companies or things that have happened that people don't get business, they're supposed to get business, they're mm-hmm. supposed to give a percentage of business and they don't. And then no one's holding me accountable. It just doesn't happen, right? Um, so we need someone to hold that throttle to that. And I think it's being done. Um, and and, and it's, 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 the shovel is, I mean, it's, it's the ground is, is turning. Um, so um, I'm sure there's more that can be done. But the accountability piece, right? Yeah, I'll say that the accountability piece, um, maybe more outside resources as well. Um, I know I've talked to other chambers in like Dallas, Philadelphia over the years, mm-hmm. and I know individuals there and just how they're so much more progressive uh, than we are. And they're tapping to different resources. And so hopefully you know, we'll be able to do the same and, and work with other cities and nations that are you know, have a, a large minority population that can really help how their ecosystem is somehow working, and then maybe we can you know, somehow mend or blend that so we can have the same. Gotcha. Well, thank you for res- responding and answering that. Yeah, that was that was a great question. And I'm just sitting here thinking, I'm hearing the same story that I heard in the 90s, mm-hmm. the 2000s, yeah. the 10s, and now we're in the 20s. So mm. I... I don't know what to say about that at this point. Look like we're not moving the needle enough or fast enough. Uh, yeah, but to hear the same story to me that we're still talking about this when I was your age. So uh, mm-hmm. thank you for sharing that. E? So with all of that, um, JC, I know that you are very involved in the community. Um, which thank you for the, your work in the community. Actually, go back knowing you from years ago from volunteering at the Kansas African American Museum. When I was a volunteer and you were working there and doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, but tell us a little bit about how you maintain, um, you know, as a business owner, your 24-7 business. That's, you're thinking about business, how to grow the business, how to maintain the business. How do you maintain a healthy lifestyle? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's a balance, too, and that's a challenge, right? I mean, that's something I still, you know, I, 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 I fight for every day to have a better balance. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I try to make sure that one thing that, I, that I'm up early every morning to, if I can meditate and pray, uh, which is helping me on the mental, spiritual aspect of mm-hmm. healthiness, right, um, and, and exercise as much as I can, um, and... Whenever I can get the opportunity to play golf or do things that help me, uh, you know, just with the being fit or being, you know, keep myself in the mental space. Um, How's that nine iron working for you? You know, I still have some challenges, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, um, but I'm getting better. That's I'm good. Better. I like that. I'm getting better. The time is now, right? It's, yeah. The sun is out. Wind is not too bad. So. Any opportunity, I'm taking it. JC, where do you see your organization in five years from now? Um, well, I see that uh, you know, hopefully 
within five years, we will have a, a I want to have at least a general manager, a manager that, that runs the operation mm-hmm. within five years. Then I can sit back and be able to help grow and lead that individual um, and to be hopefully in another market, um, I would say, uh, within five years. Um, and as far as with BMW, to just continue to do more, uh, more work uh, within the regions that are about six hours from here um, and doing that. So that's, that's within five years. That's the, that's the goal. I like that. And mm-hmm. how can we help you in that uh, in that goal? How can we help you achieve that? You know, things like this, right? I mean, still pushing the initiative. I mean, I think that anything that goes on to, you know, I've listened to some of the podcasts and maybe some jewel that can be shared from another entrepreneur or a small business owner, whoever, mm-hmm. right? Uh, maybe can help someone else out any initiatives that can, that can help small businesses, I think, can be beneficial. Wonderful. How can people reach you? Are you on um, social? Like, uh, yeah. you have a website. How how can we reach you? Um, so you can go to squeegeesquad.com. And that's S-Q-U-E-E-G-E. Okay. <laughs> Squad. Yeah, dot com. You can call our office at 316 Find us on Facebook, Squeedy Squad of Wichita. Um, find us on Instagram, Squeedy Squad of Wichita. So we're all there. I love it. So, James, <laughs> before we end, tell me, like, what's the best advice you've ever received? Mm. To enjoy the process, not the end result. Mm. How are you doing with that? <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, nice. I'm, I'm dealing with the process. Dealing. So dealing. Still working to enjoy it. Dealing. Gotcha. Yes. Let's do some real quick. Let's do some word association. Okay. For about a minute. Just going to give you a word. No wrong answer. Just give me one word back, please. Leader. Developer. Okay. Beverage. (laughs) Scotch. Yeah, scotch. There you go. (laughs) I'm not even going to ask that. Uh, Wichita. Home. Vacation. San Diego. Failure. Not a word. Nice. Oh, that wasn't a one word. Hey, that <laughs> that fits. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to pass on that one. Chamber. Resource. Family. Number one. Last one is fun. Needed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends, it's that time. We've reached the end of uh, today's segment. want to thank you, Mr. Barfield, for joining us today for this wonderful conversation. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you both. Yeah. And friends, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. Please push the like button. Leave us some compliments and a review. Let us know what you want to hear, who you want to hear from next. And we'll see you next time. Peace. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net. Have you ever thought about creating a jingle?
no. I mean, because like I feel like you need a jingle, kind of like squeegee. No, oh, she just squeegee squad. One eight hundred squeegee squad. Have you tried that? <laughs> The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.